You're listening to Selfish. This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here is your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Allie Hembree-Martin. also known as Benji's dad, is a full-time entrepreneur and a pro blogger and YouTuber who made six figures in his first year online. His mission is to now help other entrepreneurs be able to find their path and make money doing it. Chris, thank you so much for joining me. I'm really excited for our conversation today. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, Allie. I'm I'm really glad uh, that you're able to fit some time in your schedule to have me on. Well, tell us about yourself first. Okay, well, my name is Chris Miles. I also go by the name of Benji's Dad. That's probably my main brand that I have available online. Um, it's on YouTube and website and all of that. And uh, basically, the genesis of the name Benji's Dad is I am Benji's Dad. My son's name is Benjamin. And uh, when about three and a half, four years ago, uh, we found out that we were pregnant, my wife and I, and we decided that uh, she was going to quit her job. And obviously, we at the time, we didn't really have enough money for her to quit her job. Uh, so I kind of had to figure something out. She kind of even looked me square in the eye and was like, you know what, you need to figure this out. And I was like, okay. So a little bit of pressure, you know, you know for a dad, uh, especially on top of being a dad, I guess you could say. <laughs> So what we ended up doing was um, I started doing a whole bunch of stuff online and a lot of it failed, to be honest, but I stumbled upon blogging and uh, fast forward two or three years, uh, I was able to not just replace her income, but I was able to replace mine as well. And uh, I actually quit my job a little over a year ago and I'm actually been doing this full time for the last year. I'm so happy for you. Like, and nothing like pressure to just like kind of get you on the path that like you think, why was I not doing this sooner? Oh, for sure, for sure. Because I'm, I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur. I've had a lot of different businesses as I've been growing up and a couple after I got married, but a lot of them didn't necessarily pan out. You know, they made a few bucks here, a few bucks there, but it wasn't until I had the pressure of having to, you know, provide for the family and, and, and have no other options other than that, you know, and so I had my back against the wall. It, it, it couldn't fail. It's kind of what I'm getting at. Mm. And it ended up working out because I refused to give up, to be honest. Okay, so why, obviously I know where Benji's dad, the name came from, but why did you decide to go with that name? Well, I figured that a lot of people had a similar situation as I did. Um, one thing I learned in this whole business is that most people's situations aren't necessarily unique. Everyone deals with about the same things, just depending on how you have to deal with it. So uh, I was trying to come up with a name for the site and I was trying to come up with something. And actually my wife came up with the idea. I'm not even going to take <laughs> take her thunder with that one. But she was like, why don't you just call it Benji's dad? And I was like, at first I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then I realized it kind of rolls off the tongue. It sticks. And then for people who I was trying to market to at the time, you know, it was maybe other dads who are looking to make some money for their families. So I was like, you know what? This is perfect. And it was nice, nice and unique. And if you Google it, my site's the first thing to come up, which means it was nice and unique enough for Google to say, okay, you can own this word, mm -hmm, <laughs> which mm -hmm. is really nice. And so like what I love about like this whole, this whole year journey that you've, you've been on, that you've, you've started 
it's all about turning your passion into profit. And like, did you really know, obviously you said you can't, you can't fail, but did you know it was going to be this big? Did you know it was going to be a full-time opportunity that you would want to pursue beyond just the first year? Well, Allie, I knew the potential was there mm. um, because I had seen so many other people online when I started following other, you know, influencers who had their own YouTube channels and blogs and podcasts and, you know, they're able to do it. So right. why can't right. I? And there was a couple of them that I was like, I, I know for a fact, they're not smarter than I am, you know? Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> so I was like, if they can figure it out, I know I can. So, uh, you know, a lot of times, one of the things that I like to say sometimes is you only fail if you quit, you know? So mm. I, I didn't, I think it was um, Thomas Edison. He said, uh, you don't, he's never failed. He just found 10,000 ways that didn't work. <laughs> so that was kind of what my, my mindset. I just, if I tried something, it didn't work. Even today, when I do coaching calls with someone trying to help them start their own online businesses, uh, most of the time when they ask me a question and I give them some feedback, it's not because I read it somewhere. It's not because, you know, I saw it on a YouTube channel. I'm just regurgitating the same information. I, I, I went through it at some point and mm. I went the hard way. I, I, I hit my head against the wall a lot, but eventually it broke through, you know, and I'm able to help others because of that. And so many people, I think, feel like they, when they get started in the world of blogging, particularly just any type of online entrepreneur, you expect to have the same success as people that have been doing it for five or 10 years. Yeah. So, I mean, that was like a good perspective you had of, I know other people have been successful, so it's possible, but you didn't expect to have that success within the first month or two. No, I mean, if you see people online and they just blow up overnight, you, those are typically the blips in the radar. They're, mm -hmm. they're, that's not the norm. You know, typically people have to work at it. Uh, I know a lot of YouTube channels that seemingly blew up overnight. You know, they had all of a sudden they went from a few thousand subscribers to 200,000 subscribers. And you're like, man, it must be nice to have the overnight success. But what a lot of people don't see is the fact that they were creating videos for the last two and a half years and stuck yes. at a thousand subscribers. You know, they just had that one video that kind of popped and now everything's working out for them. Uh, so it's like the iceberg. You see the, the, the very tip, <laughs> you know, that's the most visible yeah. part of it. But when you look underneath all of the substance that has to go into just creating that small piece. Okay, so you mentioned YouTube. You made six figures in your first year of being a YouTuber. So just just tell us, how did you do it? What's what's the process? Well, it was a uh, not a complicated process. It's a relatively simple process once you understand the process. But uh, basically, what I did was um, I started off with the blog, and uh, the blog started generating a decent amount of money, and I started collecting email addresses uh, from the people who would land on my website. And uh, one of the SEO or search engine optimization, uh, uh, I guess, tactics that you can use to have people stay on your site longer, that helps with making your site rank higher into Google. And one of the ways to keep people on your site longer is to, create, is to uh, include a YouTube video. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, if you include other people's YouTube video, then you know, they that video has its own agendas and they wanna send people to their stuff. I didn't want that. So I started creating my own YouTube videos. Very nice and simple at the beginning, but uh, eventually it kind of, I kind of realized that the videos were taking traction a little faster 
than the, the blogs were. So I, instead of making the blog and then the accompanying YouTube video, I didn't start making the YouTube video with the accompanying blog. Mm. And uh, as a result, I started building my email list bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, from there, I would just teach people, you know, how to blog. I would teach people how to do YouTube. And by doing that, I, there's other products that you can affiliate yourself with or partner with companies. And I did affiliate marketing and uh, I was able to just really start churning out some income from that. And that's what I love about like your heart is, you know, you, you got into this to support your family, but now you want to help support other people's families. So you've created a course that helps other people make money through blogging. So tell us about your course and, and kind of how that walks people through the process. Well, the name of the course is Blog Builder Pro. Okay. So uh, it's a course that, um, teaches you from the very beginning. It'll take you from a complete beginner to actually making money from your website. That's, that's the whole journey that uh, the course is going to take you on. And it's basically the same journey that took me a few years to figure out. But if you follow the steps that are laid out in the course, you'll probably be able to start making your first dollars with the site within a few months. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been able to kind of perfect the process over time. Right. So uh, one of my, I mean, the Benji's dad brand is probably the biggest brand that I have, but I also have uh, like five or six other little, what, what are called niche websites or sites that are kind of specific to one particular topic. And uh, I have a whole bunch of those just kind of floating around. One makes a few hundred bucks, one makes a few dollars there, one makes a, maybe a thousand or so dollars there. And eventually they all just kind of, you know, add up to being a decent amount of money. I like that passive income. Oh, it's definitely passive. Yeah. yeah I would sit down and write 30, 50 articles on a, on, a, uh, on a blog and I may not touch it again, you know, for a year. Wow. There's some blog posts that I've written that I wrote three and a half years ago and they're still ranking on the first page of Google yeah. today. And I show people how to do all of that in, in the course. That's really cool. Okay. And so you also have a new podcast. Yeah. So um, one of the ways that I want to continue helping people would be with a podcast. Uh, I noticed that there's not a ton of podcasts out there talking about blogs. There's like a handful of them and a lot of them don't keep things up to date. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping that I can kind of fill that need, you know, and, and provide a nice entertaining way to, uh, uh, to teach and to show people, you know, kind of the overarching niche is going to be showing people that you can make money outside of having to work a nine to five job. Uh, blogging is, it's, it's difficult, but in terms of how hard it is compared to working, you know, a nine to five job where you're, or maybe working construction, you know, or maybe working with, you know, cement all day, you know, something very yeah. like that backbreaking type work, you know, doing a little bit of research online and then writing a blog post about it. It's pretty easy comparative, comparatively, sure. you know, so I'm trying to give people that option. There's a lot of people out there who hate their jobs. Um, I believe one of those statistics says like 60, 70% of people, you know, can't stand their nine to five jobs, but mm. feel as though that's the only way that they can earn an income. And I'm just trying to help break that mold, you know, yeah. be a, just like your podcast, be a little selfish, realize that mm -hmm. your, your time is more valuable doing something for yourself and building up your own empire rather than, rather than working for someone else and building up theirs. So in thinking of this process, what's something you think listeners would be surprised to learn about making money? 
Like obviously that it can be easy, but what's something that maybe when you tell people they're like, oh, I had no idea. Uh, one of the things that I've definitely uh, noticed that if you really put your mind to it, you can figure it out, but most people don't really uh, uh, bridge the gap. And that is the, the, the traffic issue, you can say, of trading your time for money, right? So if you are working a nine to five job, let's just say you're working uh, for $20 an hour for eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. So you're working twenty hours, $20 an hour, eight hours a day, you're making about $160. That's about as much money as you can make in a single day. But let's just say that you're Superman or Superwoman <laughs> for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and you can work 24 hours a day. And then, uh, so you're working 24 hours a day at $20 an hour. Even then, you can only make a maximum of $480 mm-hmm. uh, in a single day. That's it. That's the, and then you got to turn around and do it all over again the next day if you want to yes. be able to make that kind of money. So something that a lot of people don't realize is that when you build a brand online, when you build a podcast, when you build a, a blog or a YouTube channel, you're like creating a little piece of yourself that can market for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So now when people find you know, find me, find your podcast or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, then we can provide value. And then if we can direct them to an affiliate offer, we can direct them to our own products or anything like that. All of a sudden, what if we got five or 10 sales a day for a product that we somehow got $100 for? All of a sudden, we're making four or $500 a day from things that we've created in the past, but we're not actively working on it. So it becomes a passive income. Yep, I love that. excuse me. I love that. So Chris, when you think about kind of re re energizing, you know, filling your cup, really taking time for yourself and making sure that you can give your company the best of your ability day in and day out, what are your favorite ways to be selfish or practice (coughs) self-care? Yeah, um, when it comes to building a business, it's not the easiest thing in the world. There's so many things that need to happen in order, you know, in order for it to work out the way that you plan it to. So um, sometimes if you don't watch it, you know, you might end up working too hard on your business and not having time for anything else. Um, I didn't have that luxury because, you know, I had a screaming infant, you know, and, you know, and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm married too. So, I, I mean, I can't just ignore my family, you mm-hmm. know, while I'm sitting here building the business. So I had to, you know, do extra stuff, like maybe stay up an extra hour or so. And I was doing all of this while working a full-time job at the time as well. Or I wake up an extra hour early in the morning just so I can somehow do something productive for the business. And Alec, that kind of stuff is tiring. You know, it it can get to you after a while. So there were some times when uh, I would just stop and watch an episode of Seinfeld or something, you know, (laughs) (laughs) because when you get to the point to where you're, you're creating, you know, uh, when we watch TV, we're, we're consuming. When we're watching YouTube videos or listening to podcasts or whatever it happens to be, we are the consumers. We are consuming that content. But when you step on the other side of that and you start creating that content, that takes a little bit more, uh, uh, a little bit more intense brain power in order to do that. And it, when you do it constantly and all the time, it can start to get to you. And that's why people have burnout, you know, the YouTube burnout or the podcast burnout where they just, are, are creating, 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 because when you create one thing, 
and you finally post it and it's there, your mind immediately goes, okay, I got to do this again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so your mind doesn't have too much of a, of a period of just rest. And like I said, one of the things that I would do is I would sit down and watch a comedy, something yeah. that took my mind off of, uh, uh, of having to create something. And I got that idea, ironically, from of Steven Spielberg, because when he was making oh, wow. the Scarlet, the Scarlet Letter, uh-huh. you know, that's a very, you know, heavy. It's a very heavy movie, right? Yeah. He said that he would go home and watch episodes of Seinfeld. This was in the early '90s, <laughs> but he would go home and watch episodes of Seinfeld just to kind of perk himself up. Otherwise, he would he would have lost it, yeah. you know. Um, so I started doing the same thing. I've always liked Seinfeld, but it's not just that; it, it's other episodes, maybe Family Guy or, you know, something to just make me laugh and and realize, okay, ah, <laughs> I could take a break and now I could turn around and start creating again. It's, it's unreal what laughter can do to our spirits. You know, just that, to me, that's mindless in the sense of you don't even realize you're going to laugh. I and mean, you know, going into watching it that you're going to laugh, but you can just sit down and you don't have to think to laugh. I mean, you no. can just watch and it happens. And, you know, like you said, at the end of an episode, like you completely feel like a different person than when you started it. So it, to me, it's just a magic cure-all that I think we all need a little bit more of. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, and, and even when, you know, when, when you work all day, you know, even if you're not creating mm. content like, like content creators are, just being able to just steal some time for yourself is really, really helpful for a nice recharge. Um, you know, everyone just needs a couple of minutes sometimes just to, to recollect themselves and, and to be able to be recharged. Sometimes you don't even need that much of a recharge, you know, right. sometimes you just need that quick cat nap, you know, five minutes to kind of, okay, I'm ready to go, you know, something like that. But I can get if, back if you in never there. give yourself, yeah, exactly. If you never give yourself that time, then you're going to end up burning out no matter what you're doing. And I know you and I can both relate to that because, you think, oh, I'm being so productive. I'm crossing off all these things. But then you get to the end of that list and you think, oh, I don't want to do that again anymore. And then, you know, but you know, this is the reality of, of doing this full time is you, you do have to do it again. So, uh, you know, pace yourself so that you can, you can really get there. So I love that suggestion. Um, Chris, is there anything you wish you could be doing more other than maybe watching comedy? (laughs) <laughs> oh, you mean like when I'm taking time for myself? Yeah, or or just in general. Is there anything that you feel like you wish there was another extra hour or two in the day? Oh, yeah, that's that's for sure. <laughs> One thing that I'm learning more about is uh, delegating tasks to uh, virtual assistants. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of a control freak when it comes to my business, and I think everybody is to a certain extent, because if you don't do it yourself, you feel as though it's not going to be done correctly because right. most of our businesses we've we've literally cultivated from nothing to something and it's hard to give up or relinquish any of that control so uh, sometimes I wish I had an extra hour to be able to take care of this or take care of that just to kind of move the business just a little bit more but one thing that I'm definitely learning is uh, outsourcing more of the time-consuming mundane tasks have now opened myself up to be a little bit more I, mean, I hate to use the word again, it was selfish, you know, so that's the name mm-hmm. of the podcast. I can yes. now do that a little bit more. So I can now spend time, you know, doing some stuff on the honeydew list, you know, or hanging out with the family and hanging out with, with my son, you know, and doing stuff with the wife, you know, where before 
I felt as though if I was just doing something, I always felt guilty that I wasn't working on my business, you know? Yeah. So it's like, okay, I needed to get out of that. And uh, now I'm able to do that because I have hired a couple of VAs to take care of some of those tasks that normally would have taken me, you know, an hour, two hours to do. Now I have that hour to two hours to do something else. It's unbelievable, like what that time can give to us because I, I, I was the same exact way. And I'm kind of slowly relinquishing that control and you see the benefit of it. But when you're in the middle of it, you think, well, gosh, no one's going to care as much about my business as I do. And I want it done just this way. But it's, it's unbelievable the feeling when you are able to give that over to somebody, they take care of it, they handle it, and then you have that time back to, you know, use that brain power on, you know, something more to, like you said, grow the business, make it beyond what it is today, um, or even just spending time with family. Um, so that, yeah. that's a huge one. Yeah, you know, the more that you do it, you realize that you don't want to be constantly working you know, in your business, but working on your business. Uh, and once you kind of, not everyone's, you know, set up to be a CEO, you know, of, a, of their own company. Mm -hmm. But uh, sometimes, you know, when you're creating content, you might have a couple of pieces of content that might go viral. All of a sudden, your growth is happening, whether you're there or not, <laughs> and it True. needs someone to manage it, you know, and uh, it's just, that's just, if you can have that higher level view of what's going on and realize that your time is better spent, you know, creating something and, and doing something that's bigger for the business rather than sitting there, you know, editing in a program you may not understand for two hours, you know, then yes. it might be worth it to pay someone, you know, a few bucks to, and they can do it in 20 minutes, you know, uh, and then you're actually helping other people out because you're, you know, especially in a time like this, you're giving other people, them. you know, supporting them, you're giving mm -hmm. them jobs, you're giving them something to do. And it's helping the economy, you know, uh, uh, move on. And I feel like it plays into both your and my mission as far as like, you know, wanting to support other people and wanting them to grow their businesses and, um, you know, be able to find this space online um, so that they can do what you and I are doing um, because we do love what we do. And, you know, there are times where it's hard and we have to kind of learn the ropes as we go. Um, but that's why I think it's so brilliant that you are truly, you know, there to say, I've been there, I've done that. Let me tell you the mistakes I made so you don't make them yourself. And, um, you know, you're really just being an advocate for them. Yeah, I try my best. Uh, I realized when I, um, you know, sometimes you get to a point to where you've done something for so long that you forget the the beginner stages of what you had to go through. And you assume a group of people might know something when they really, you know, haven't gotten to that point in their businesses yet. So um, one thing that I have been doing when researching, creating the course uh, that we talked about earlier, Blog Builder Pro, I was trying to I went back to like Facebook Facebook groups and talking to mm. people who are right there who are trying to do the same thing that I was trying to do just a few, you know, short months ago or years ago, I guess you could say, and asking them questions. And sometimes I was like, oh, wow, you didn't know that, huh? Okay, well, let me make sure that I include that in the course. So what I'm trying to do is create something that is going to give people exactly what they want, but also by supplementing it with, exact, with exactly what they need. Mm. That way they can get you know the whole process and actually start earning some money with it um i mean 
the, the helpfulness toward that is what I'm really trying to, to, to give people because I've purchased courses before and a lot of them are bad, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't want to be just another, you know, guy who creates a course. I want this to be like a full experience and, and mm. life-changing experience, to be honest. So Chris, what is next for you? What is next for me? So uh, the cool thing about this business is that when you create content, it lives out there. It, it's there for people to find. So it actually kind of engenders um, a certain passive nature to it. So uh, once you've created so much and you have income coming in, and let's just say it's recurring income, meaning that you're getting paid on it month after month after month, as long as you know people remain members, I have processes put in place to where I should be able to not have to work on it actively you know, for a few months and it would still continue creating income. Mm. Um, I was able to take advantage of that somewhat uh, this past year, um, earlier in the year, obviously, where I took like two months off and I wasn't, me and my family were just gone, you know, away from the house or something. And so I kind of want to take that whole process um, and scale it, you know, to where I can, I can have processes in place to where um, I don't have to work for six months. You know, I don't have to work for a year, you know, something like that. That would be amazing. Then I can do something that I want to do, you know, do something that the family wants to do together or, or, or something like that. And so that is probably going to be my eventual goal. I'm just so proud of you. I mean, because you truly took something as almost like a challenge to yourself to say, all right, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to make it work. And like you said earlier, you had to make it work. And yeah. You've, you've made it work and then, and then some, you know, you've really just taken it beyond that. So um, I'm so glad that you kind of shared your journey with us, Chris. And I know there's so many people listening that, you know, have kind of wondered about this online world and can they really make it work themselves? And so you've, you know, just proved yourself to be a great resource for them to look to. And, you know, just thank you for, um, you know, sharing your knowledge and um, sharing your light with everyone. And thank you for talking with me today. Uh, thank you so much for having me on, Allie. I really do appreciate it. I hope people were able to, your listeners were able to get some value out of what we discussed today. I know they will. Thank you, Chris. Like what you just heard? Visit us at SelfishThePodcast.com. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes today.